Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading the airport, right? Yeah, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now. I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra $0.25 a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a $0.25 a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR. Welcome to Fourth and John, episode 220. Today we are talking Eagles open practice review, and we're really trying to come from a place of uh, just enjoyment. Uh, as diehard Eagle fans, you know who you are, whether you're at the stadium or not. There's about damn 26,000 of you uh, <laughs> during a pandemic uh, going to see your birds. And really, tonight we just wanted to, you know, uh, recap our experience from yesterday, talk a little notes, talk a little vibes, just just to get the feeling going that the season is almost around the corner. We have a, a preseason game. And talk, we're not talking about practice. We're talking about a preseason game. Um, but man, there's great vibes out there. I know each one of us has, uh, you know, experience to tell, but so overall it was just really great to see Eagle fans in their element. I know I got caught up for a second. I was just staring at the field about for 10 minutes at a blank field. I got there. We all got there early. The crazies got there early. Um, it was funny. It was, it was just funny. Like I'm, I'm just staring at the field and not even looking at anything. Cause I couldn't believe I was actually back in the stadium after not being in there for almost a year and a half is like crazy to me. Uh, but overall, just good vibes. Met a ton of, uh, you know, supporters out there for the for uh, the podcast. Met a lot of old friends and uh, faces. Um, just, just you know, it, it just felt good to be back in in the mix. Uh, so, I mean, how are you guys feeling, man? Feeling still geeked? Not, not only am I geeked, like yesterday wasn't even so much. I mean, obviously I was down there, I was watching the practice. There was a few guys I wanted to keep my eye on. But yesterday for me was really a soak it in day. Like you said, like I walked in, I saw the field, just being back inside the link. Like it just gives you, the juice starts pumping through your veins. And uh, just to be back inside the stadium, I was just soaking it in all day. I was walking around, I was, I was mingling with the people I haven't talked to in, uh, in far too long. It was great to see everybody back in the stands. It, uh, it just got me pumped for what's to come uh, uh, coming up this year, man. Like, uh, just having everybody back in the stadium, it's going to be a completely different vibe than it was last year. We know that the fans were missed during the games. But uh, yesterday was awesome, man. It was, it was a really fun time. Uh, not only were the vibes good in the stands, they were also they were having a great time out on the field. It was just an overall really, really fun day. Bro, I mean, it, you talk about you were staring at the field. I was just staring at the stadium as soon as I walked up. I was like... I'm home, like waited all week for yesterday to finally come. And it came and I didn't even know how to act. I think I was probably acting more young than my own kids. Like I was 
I was in kitty land, man. Just being around the Eagles, being around the fans, being around all the supporters. It felt so great. Um, you know, what I mean, when me and you actually catched up in the uh in the hallway, I'm gonna say the hallway, you know what I mean? I, I see Gail from a distance and it was just like in slow mo, <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> it was like it's like it was it was just a great moment, man. And then um, I mean shit, I think there was just a lot of good moments yesterday, period. Um, definitely appreciate all the fans and supporters that uh tagged along with us. I mean, we had a good spot for everybody to come and uh, join us. And we, I mean, it was, it was a great view. We got to see the players we got to see, you know, what this Philadelphia Eagles is going to be all about. I mean, we're going to talk definitely more about it into the show, but I mean, like it was just a lot of excitement, a lot of, uh, you know, things that happened yesterday that just like really got that place excited. But I think just the fact that we were back in the building after getting through this pandemic, it felt so good being in that building. And I mean, I'm, I'm still hyped up about it. Yeah, yesterday I just posted vibes are immaculate because Gail and I got down, got down there real early. And as we're going into Link, there's thousands of Phillies fans walking out. And Phillies are so hot right now. So there's just a, like a buzz. You can feel it going around the city of Philadelphia. You got the Sixers talking about possibly uh, going after Damian Lillard. You got the Phillies streaking and sweeping the Mets right now. And then – you look over and you see Lincoln Financial Field and there's tons of people in 90 degree weather waiting two hours in advance into the stadium for a practice. And it's people you haven't seen in two years, but met a lot of great people. Uh, people were flying to get to the pro shop. They had 2017 Super Bowl year uh, merch being sold there. A uh, bunch of proceeds going towards the autism challenge that's taking place in two weeks uh, down in Philadelphia. Just great vibes. Uh, got to see a lot of the young players and uh, confirm uh, a lot of stuff that we've been talking to and trying to like see through the bushes from what the beat writers have been giving us. But it was really exciting. It was really nice to see everyone. I mean, I met Jimmy in person for the first time uh, in person there and just saw a bunch of people. It was just great vibes all day and um, just really setting the tone for Thursday for the first preseason game. Well, I think I can finally hear you and get everything straight. Everything I heard, like it bits and pieces, but every time I kept hearing something, it got me more and more pumped because I'm telling you, I almost lost my voice like it was almost a real game the excitement i heard you guys talking about i had the same feeling i felt like i was almost gonna cry when i pulled up it was like we're home baby we're home and then i saw you guys every one of you that i gave a hug to all the people all the fans we met like dude nothing beat that uh my girl and my kid just their happiness on their face just uh, you guys saw me i was like a 10 year old there screaming <laughs> at the players and i'm like a ball <laughs> Sorry, just, I know it's practice, but I can't. Ah. It was it was amazing, man. It was great to see you guys and be back. And I can't wait, man. I think this is gonna be an exciting season. I mean, I mean, speaking of screaming, uh, I might have, you know, you know how I randomly am all over the internet, interwebs, and I and I'm watching um, Eagles Eye. They 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 got their podcast. The opening, the opening pops up, and he, who is who's whose mug is this? <laughs> uh, you know, he's out here. That, yeah. that, this is why Jimmy lost his voice. And that was like, that was awesome to see. Uh, Jay's back there. Uh, actually, Jim and JT. JT's are, back there. Uh, yeah. Right there as well. And then as you uh, as you go along through through the day in, in the morning, uh, we come to find out 
this man over here, fly young eagle, fly uh, young baby prime. Not even, not even, not even two yet. The guy makes the cover of the Philadelphia Inquirer. Uh, prime, this is a great photo. This is a great, uh, you know, if you guys haven't seen uh, this this man cave right here, this is ridiculous. But this is going to be the next legendary piece added to the man cave. That, that's that's such awesome. an awesome photo, man. Yeah, bro. I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm loving watching it. that moment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm loving it. I mean, like, yeah, I, I ended up getting the, uh, the the text earlier this afternoon about, you know, hey, you're on the Philadelphia Inquirer. I mean, the guy that, that ended up coming up to me yesterday was like, hey, I'm a reporter for the Inquirer. I wanted to get your name. So I gave him my information. But and I didn't I, I didn't think it was going to go this far, man. Like I went into the Philadelphia and then I saw that that section was on there. But then. Like I said, I mean, I found out that uh, we ended up making the front cover. So as soon as I got told, um, I jumped in the truck and then uh, um, I headed to the nearest Wawa and I ended up buying the rest of the papers off the rack. <laughs> I was like, yeah, this is a moment, man. Like, it was just cool. Like, just have, being there with my son. Like, I mean, I got to be honest, man. A few years ago, I, I never even thought I would have a boy. You know what I mean? I've been blessed with two beautiful girls and I'm thinking that that was going to be it for me. But. Here comes little man, and look, man, we we had a moment right there. So that was the best feeling in the world. Here's another shot right here. Like this is this is <laughs> this is like, I, I, I see, I'm a, I'm up in the crowd and I'm taking shots of Prime on the field because I'm like, yo, this is a proud dad moment. Like I, I gotta get this, I gotta get the right. And Prime, look at Prime, I mean, little baby Prime is just like. Yeah, Dad, get my good angle. Get my good angle. <laughs> it was it was cool seeing those kids running around in the field yesterday. We ended up getting some passes uh, to get out on the field, but watching those little kids running around, I mean, I'm looking at them. and I'm like, listen, I know how y'all feel because we be rolling around in this ground just as much. Like this is how we act when we get here, and just seeing those little kids running up and down. JT had his son there. Um, you know, Gio was on the field. Ran into a uh, bunch of other supporters on there, but it was just so cool, man. Like, it was just a great moment yesterday, and, and I was just so looking forward to it, and I'm, I'm glad it finally came. I mean, speaking of kids, uh, you know, I might be uh, OG, but I get, I get I get a little kiddish when I see uh, <laughs> the, the the big homie Lane Johnson in the building. I'm, I'm like, I'm like, how the hell um, is Lane Johnson right in front of me? I'm like, bro, and he, I have my phone. And he's like, you want to do selfie? And I'm like, selfie, bro, let's do a yeah. selfie. <laughs> I, I haven't took a selfie. I haven't took a selfie all pandemic. I yeah, it, it, it showed it show you did not to take a selfie. Bro, you I, I don't post set up. We're like, yo, come bro, on. I don't, I don't, I don't do <laughs> selfies. But when Lane Johnson's like, we're, we're gonna do selfie. Let's do selfie. Um, he got I a mean, good shot. Was, yeah, he did, yeah, man. Was, great was, shot. Was, great I was, shot. I was, I was having a good time. Um, a lot of people were just seemed like they were having a good time and just kind of like soaking it up. A lot of practices, practices that we've been to, open practices, the vibe has always been like, I mean, you know, everybody's rushing there because they know they want to get the front seats to get autographs. Yeah, man. People are like, they're not going to be doing autographs, so what? Why am I going to rush? So here, here, uh, shout out to me and Chris. Like we were playing running gun security, uh, <laughs> trying to hold sixteen seats. For for these dudes around us, uh, and Absolutely. we're we're playing box out. Highly appreciate <laughs> no, it. Highly appreciate it. No, and uh, Matt Matt Pryor's sister and girlfriend, we held seats uh, for them too, which was hilarious because they're just screaming Matt Pryor the entire practice. <laughs> and people are like, "Who are these people?" It's like, well, who do you think? <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, Want to give a shout out to all Can the people in the chat? That? Oh, go ahead. 
But I was just going to say that the best moment was you could hear from a distance. And each section started doing it, dude. And, oh, my God, when we finally did it in our section, I'm telling you, man, I felt pure joy running through my blood. Like, that was so nice to have that You, back. you say that as if we did it one time in our section. That was, that was just a never-ending reign of no, EA. The first time was- <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The 20 times. Even better. I, I, I think I think Prime popped a couple blood vessels in his eyes. Yeah, I, I got. Used, I, got I would just. Up, man. I would look at Prime and I'm like, "Yo, yo, you scream like you started up." I, Cause I can't even, I can't even come close to to, to Prime's voice. I, then I, I'm looking at his his wifey and I'm like, "Does he does he yell at the kids like this? Does his voice? <laughs> does he do the yelling in the family when the kids are getting down the line?" But I was like, "Bro, like." He had the whole section going geeked. Uh, but I do want to give a shout out to all the people in the chat. Uh, George up in here. Christian. Uh, Brandon. Michael Alexander. Uh, Mama McCabe's up in here. Stephen K. Bird Gang 31. Mora up in here. Uh, she won the tickets. Um, yeah, last shout week. out to Mora. <laughs> she said she saw Prime on the field last night with Gio. What's up, fellas? Um, shout out to Ryan. Uh, he did win the tickets on Twitter. Uh, the four tickets on Twitter. But. He couldn't make couldn't make it. Uh, we're definitely gonna try and hook you up down the road. So keep posted, keep posted, my guy. Um, uh, shout out to uh, did I say Mark Bird in the building who mentioned that he joined the Manscaped Club. Um, he is now a, uh, a a firm believer in the brand. He's now scaping the manhood, and I, you know I think that was this is a moment for a. Uh, a uh, state break. Should we say st- a station break? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> right? maybe. Now, attention listeners across the galaxy, all the way from Australia to Houston. Do we have a pew problem? If so, our friends at Manscaped have cleared you for takeoff with their forts. Fourth generation and brand new lawnmower 4.0. Kick your pubes to the next planet with the uh, with the performance package 4.0. The orbits in your giant pants will feel like your zero gravity when you use the best tools for the job from the leaders in male grooming. Join the two million men worldwide who trust Manscaped and get your rocket ready for takeoff by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the code FANSIDED20. Uh, yeah, so boys, I mean, the, the conversation lately is how strong the defense has been. Uh, we're anticipating a lot of sacks this year, but I'm not talking about quarterback sacks, boys. I'm talking about our sacks between our legs. Uh, are you ready for an out-of-this-world experience, fellas? Look no further than the Performance 4.0 from Manscaped. That is just taken off not only in the U.S., but Canada, the U.K., Europe, Australia, South Africa, and Singapore as well. Inside this package, you'll find the lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, the weed whacker ear and nose hair trimmer, the crop preserver ball deodorant, crop reviver tone, performance boxer briefs, and a travel bag to hold in your whole solar system. First scheduled for liftoff, the new lawnmower 4.0, this spaceship is here to guide you on a journey to trim your balls, butt, and even your anus. What? Yeah, I'm not kidding, bro. This fourth-generation trimmer, as a matter of fact, also features this cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents that are far too common in the non-manscaped world. Thanks to advanced skin-safe technology, 
This lawnmower 4.0 has a 7,000 RPM motor, a multifunction on-off switch that can engage a travel block. And guess what? It's even waterproof. <laughs> the lawnmower 4.0 also has a 4,000K LED spotlight you can turn on and off when needed for a more precise shave throughout your travels across the universe. The Performance Package 4.0 also includes the Weed Whacker. It's like having a little astronaut to chop your worst weeds up and top in your nose and ears. The Weed Whacker is also waterproof and uses a 9,000 RPM motor-powered 360-degree rotary dual-blade system. This nose and ear hair trimmer provides proprietary skin-safe technology, which helps prevent nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate holes. <laughs> Don't forget to use Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant or Crop Reviver to help your little planets be on their A-game while feeling the sun's heat. Manscaped even threw in two free gifts to their Performance Package 4.0, the Manscaped Boxers and the Shed Travel Bag. Abort hairy balls and buzz light year that woody with Manscaped. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code FANSIDED20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code FANSIDED20 at manscaped.com. For a clean trinity and beyond, your space balls will thank you. And, and if you're hearing me laughing, uh, I'm sorry, my family's here. We're in a motel. We're down at the beach. Uh, apologize <laughs> for that. But uh, the code was FANSIDED20 at manscaped.com. Your ball will thank you. Okay. You know, all the females in the uh, in the room are like, yeah, I don't have those. Um, but you know who who that? else was you know you know who else was pretty clean out there on the field yesterday? Uh this guy uh by the name of Quez Watkins. Yep. Bro, I mean, I mean, Quez Watkins again showing up in practice after practice. You hear the beat writers talking about uh, what he's bringing to the table again in front of the people, in front of all the people. You don't have to take the beat reporters word for it. You saw it right in front of your eyes. Um, he, he he put on a little show. He had one of his uh, best practices when the lights were on and shining. Uh, what did you guys think of overall of uh, players that stuck out to you? We'll go around the room. Some guys that uh, and people in the chat, if you guys were there. People that stuck out to you at the open open practice, put it in the chat. We'll bring it up. Um, Ev, who, who stuck out to you? Uh, Quez definitely stuck out to me. But there's one guy. There's one. I don't want to say one in particular play. I was watching a lot of our rookies last night. And uh, I watched uh, Milton Williams push back Luke Jariga with one arm, bro. And uh, it was it was <clears throat> unbelievable, the strength that he was showing out there. Uh, I kept on watching Mil- uh, Milton Williams just absolutely bust through that line and uh while i was feeling like uh, the same way you were about quez watkins and like thinking maybe we can you know have we weren't expecting quez watkins to uh end up being like this you know i don't know what he can be at this point but what the point i'm trying to say is all these guys on the back end of the roster for them to show out the way that they are i mean that is only going to increase our expectations this year and uh milton williams yesterday he definitely definitely caught my eye for sure Prime. Who's your Who's your guy that's the 
Well, I mean, everybody was definitely high on Watkins. I mean, Watkins impressed us tremendously yesterday. But the one guy that I was really paying attention to was Tyree Jackson, man. I mean, the dude was like lights out. I mean, everything that was getting thrown at him was was, was getting caught. Uh, I think he even celebrated with a, a a dunk on the goalpost. Like his the the excitement this guy is like bringing. I mean, not only do you you know we have one two tight ends now. Look, we're talking about a possible third like. And that's rarely something that, you know, we rarely, you know, we, we get blessed with. I mean, I know we got Dick Rod, but like, I forgot totally about that guy yesterday after watching Tyree Jackson. Mm-hmm. And that, that's the guy that, uh, you know, he definitely stood out to me. Um, but all around, you know, it, it was a lot, it was a lot of talent on the field to go ahead and uh, keep your eyes on. After he dunked no. that ball through that through that goalpost, that thing was shaking for like ten minutes. Dude. Yeah. I was like, Jesus Christ! You know, I looked at Chris at that moment, and then we he, he were like, "You we thinking the, the same, same thing? thing? Same?" I was thing. like, "I was like, are you getting Jimmy Graham vibes right now?" <laughs> I was like, dunk, "You know, yeah. like you know, you all these all these beats are talking about the size and the the you know his ability that is flashing, and then you get to see it, and then you see it up close." You're like, bro, he does, he does stand out from a, you know, uh, from a size standpoint. He, you know, he definitely is like, you're looking at our tight ends and you're like, this guy could possibly, you know, we were talking about Jack Stoll being a guy to, you know, work his way in, maybe, perhaps, you know, we talk about Dick Rod being a, a feature on this team. Um, I mean, if you're going to move somebody and you want to develop a guy, and uh, I heard uh, Kaplan, uh, Adam Kaplan he was saying that he's also a de- decent blocker as well. So if you're talking about just having some guys in the mix, um, I know there's definitely uh, – there's still uh, still an Ertz watch going on here. Mm. Still Definitely still an Ertz watch. Uh, we're all monitoring that situation. Uh, but, Chris, which guys stood out to you? It sounds like you're still doing an ad read for Manscaped with the dick rods and the um, development and, the, and all that stuff, but um, and uh, sticking out. But in, in general, though, I would say that uh, just going off of Brian, man, to piggyback off of him, still not ad read, but um, Tyree Jackson really, really impressed me. He is a mismatch problem. He is super athletic, and mm-hmm. the IQ for the fact that he's coming uh, off of being a quarterback, he understands coverage. He understands what how a quarterback's thinking. He just gets open, and then even when he's not open, he has like literally like a foot wingspan like reach above everyone. But one person that really impressed me was Quez Watkins. Uh, I think he was the guy that really stood out. And um, another wide receiver who made the, the four best plays made the whole day were the two high points for Quez, the uh, diving backwards catch by Reger, and then Reger's double move on the hitch and go on Steven Nelson was crazy because Nelson looked he, he looked disheveled. He looked like he just got crossed up by AI. Like he was like halfway on the ground and uh, it was a big play right there. Uh, and and one person that people have been talking about in camp, Jordan Howard, I think he, people were like, weren't sure if he was going to make the team or not. He looks really good. Uh, he was catching the ball really good. Uh, and you saw miles on the side, right in front of us, taking extra reps of receiving. Cause they've been saying he's been having some trouble uh, catching the ball. So you can tell that he's definitely trying to find an emphasis on that. And uh, I mentioned this on the timeline earlier. I, I love, like, the MVP of, of camp for me yesterday, Coach Sirianni. Every single play, he had something to say to the players. Like, even if they made, like, they scored, like, caught the ball, he would, you could hear him say, like, you did, like, you couldn't be even better. You can be more efficient, more effective. Like, 
you took 10 steps, let's make it nine. Like, like, like get to that point faster. And I just love the energy from him. It, it wasn't like stupid aggressiveness. He wasn't talking about biting kneecaps off. Um, it was just, it was exciting to see him hands on. And also uh, speaking about uh, balls and Johnson's uh, lane, <laughs> lane hooked me up with uh, the sign ball and uh, gave some like shout out on the timeline too. And um, oh, nice. also condolences to uh, his, like one of his close friends, mentors, and uh, coaches, uh, we saw him post about that right after uh, he responded to us on uh, Twitter. So it's crazy because um, Jimmy just had uh, was with the had said the interview um, with all the with Lane's main trainer last week. So I feel for him. I mean, Lane's dedicating the season towards him. So let's hope that Lane, as well as the rest of Lyman, stay healthy and um, just keep paving the way for the running backs and Jalen. Yeah, uh, condolences. Uh- Lane and Gabe for sure. Uh, but go ahead, Gail. What were you gonna say? No, no. I said Jimmy. Who's um, who stood out for you? Yeah, um, man. That's uh, it was crazy to hear that about Lane. So cool that you guys got that ball. Everything that's so awesome. I mean, just stuff like that. Being back with all that, man. That just makes me so happy hearing those stories. So uh, love that. Um, and I love what uh, Chris said because that's exactly where I was going. Uh, Nick Sirianni. I watched him like a hawk. Um, for me, you know, that's like a glorified. Um, fun fair of practice you know they're going to show you a lot of stuff and read what you want into it but I'm what I wanted to do was lose my shit and have fun and I wanted to see how much fun and there you are there you see it I mean keeping it real and I do I'm telling you it was practice but for me it was my practice to go insane this year because we're gonna have lots of fun because of Nick Sirianni I saw him holding people accountable my god how much did we talk about this this offseason and i loved it man he really seems passionate about the game uh, but if we're talking about players uh, everybody mentioned all guys that really stood out to me milton williams all the, i mean quez was oh my god that was fantastic uh jalen hurts for me i think people are reading a lot too much into you know some of the mistakes he has we know that he has those mistakes and he has to work on those things it's training camp um, I think he's heading in the right direction. So I was happy to see the connections he was making. But um, for me, I just can't stop. And I couldn't stop yesterday watching Josh Sweat. Um, just this camp, I'm so happy to finally see him get his chance to shine. So I think for me, it was nice just to watch him, how big he is, and to see him get his reps. But, um, yeah, I mean, for rookies, I know you guys were, like, saying a lot of them. I, I think Zach McPherson is somebody I'm really, really pumped up about. So, um, as a rookie, that was my other guy. There were so many that stood out to me, though, man. I was so happy to – we had the running backs in front of us. I love what Chris said about Jordan Howard. I mean, huh, he really does look good, and they've been saying that throughout camp. Uh, on Johnson is a monster. Uh, wow, he's a big dude. He looked really good, too. So I'm excited for this running back room. Kenny Gainwell made a nice catch at one point I saw. Um, he looked good holding on to the ball when they were doing the drills. I just – this running back room gets me excited. I'm excited about everything, dude. You can hear it in my voice. Like, I was you, – you saw the picture. Um, that was just them, like, walking out the tunnel, I think. You know, so. <laughs> you know, it was it was nice to see Jamal uh, – Coach Singleton. He was doing, like, Mike Tyson's punch out on uh, the balls. Uh, yeah, and then the players were sitting there uh, – trying to hold on, hold on. And he's like, you know, he's got boxing gloves. <laughs> like he's like 46 in the Tybo class. He's like, ha, 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 ha. And like, you're just like, all right, cool, man. They're stressing the idea of, 
you know, turnovers, not making them. Um, but shout out to Paul. He said, my biggest question, we have a deep running back room. Who is sh- shining to you guys? I just, I feel like they're like, and this is the whole thing about competition, training camp. You want to see everybody elevate their game. Now, who, now who is the odd man out? Who's the guy that's not elevating their game? You know, that's, and then, then you figure it out. But right now, everybody is looking good, pretty good. Um, yeah, and, you know, uh, you know, Adrian Killens, the guy who was on the back end, he they, they said he's like moved off to wide receiver now. So, I mean, you have your competition here. Um, it's Miles Sanders' gig to lose, but I know people are down on the idea of Miles Sanders as a, as a uh, foundation piece now because they feel like there might be a little, little too many hands in the kitchen. How you guys feel that? I, I don't necessarily feel that, but I think the one thing that I'm really taking away from this training camp is just uh, I'm really surprised in the old heads, man. And and old heads, it's funny to call them that because they're really not even – they're in their mid to late 20s in Jordan Howard and uh, on Johnson. But these guys were guys that like kind of got signed and you were – you expected them to be back end of the running back group. Uh, but they are showing out in, in uh, training camp right now. And honestly, the one thing – that I kind of feel like the one person I haven't heard much of their name about that I would like to hear about is Kenny Gainwell. I mean, I feel like there hasn't been much talk and buzz around Kenny Gainwell's uh, name in this in this uh, training camp and this whole offseason, and that is a little bit discouraging to me because Kenny Gainwell is obviously a rookie, and he's obviously going to make the team. They're not going to cut him after one year, but with all these other guys uh, that are contributing, it's going to make it that much harder because there's going to be a tough decision that's going to have to be made. Um, I think it's very possible we could go into the season with five running backs, but even then, uh, some there's going to be an odd man out somewhere. He's but he has been getting a little love. I mean, some of the players are talking about his, his shiftiness in space and his ability to make people miss. They're like, don't give him too much space out there. I feel like you know he's a guy that's going to grow in, into his role. Um, I think just just in terms of just thinking about odd man out, like you know, Chris mentioned Jordan Howard. I was like thinking like, you know. Is his skill set redundant to carry John, carry on Johnson? So I, I, you know, we'll see. But yeah, I, you know, iron sharpens iron. Like we're gonna see. We we still got we still got some uh, preseason games, which I'm very geeked. Haven't about. even had one yet. Yeah, very geeked about. Yeah, um, I was just gonna say ahead, this Chris? is a great uh, question by Paul. I wrote an article uh, about two weeks ago about. Um, talking about the deep running back room and how for the first time since 2017, which the running back by committee was our bread and butter, we finally have that. It's going to be a difficult um, cut week because – and that's good though. It's good that you don't know who's going to get cut. But I think that the reason why we might end up carrying five running backs is because of the special teams versatility because Gainwell can return, Boston Scott can return. Both guys were getting some kick return and punt return action. Oh, yep, exactly. Overall, though, I think that uh, Jordan Howard, I right now it sounds like he's going to be the RB two. Um, it sounds like he's locked and loaded. It looks like Boston Scott might be <laughs> Boston Scott might be the RB three, and then Gainwell and um, Carry On are kind of going to be like the four and five. But Gainwell is going to make the team. I think that one thing that we forget is he opted out last year, so he's probably knocking some rust off. But Gainwell's uh, his freshman uh, year at Memphis was one of the most productive seasons I've ever seen for a running back in college. He was ridiculous, an efficiency monster. So he's going to come into his own, hopefully. Uh, he, he had some nice sparks, and we've been hearing, like, buzz here and there in camp. Uh, very mm-hmm. versatile. But overall, though, it's a good problem to have to have this type of deep running back room. And 
it's young vets, just like we we're talking about saying like the old the old guys, but they're yep. really like Jordan Howard's super young, but Until it's like in, twenty seven, yeah. Exactly. It's gonna be interesting to uh to see, but Miles, he should be the lead back. He just needs to stay healthy, uh, compared to the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Now, Onyo Costa says, nobody talk about Kerrigan. He will have a sleeper season playing with Cox and Sweat or Barnett. I, I mean, I think, you know, we all know what Kerrigan, Kerrigan can do. I know he was dealing with a, a hand injury, but I feel like he's just, you know, like I he, he's like he, he's like the secret sauce. You know, he's going to come out and give his his, his veteran uh, spin on things. I feel like we're good. With, we're, we're good with Kerrigan. He's, he's just an added bonus to me. Like. Right now, sweat, sweat has been, he's been like, like, the idea of sweat coming in when he got drafted, and like, this, like to where he could, um, if if they were going to forecast what sweat was at the position, this is exactly what they forecasted. Mm-hmm. So in terms of like, I know we give the front office some some beef sometimes, but like, what sweat is doing right now, he's now we always talk about NFL body. He's got his NFL body. He had he had the link. He had the he had the um, you know, the upside. Now he's put it all together, man. Like I, I think he's gonna terrorize this season. And like Kerrigan said, uh, he's a problem. He said that sweat is going to be a problem for years to come. Yeah, real quick, um, I just want to let Onio on Onio is I guess that's how you pronounce his name. Just feel privileged <laughs> that you even got put on there with that Mets hat on. All right, <laughs> don't ever do that again. Hey, maybe we we got a nice little sweep, uh, sweep action. Shout out to shout out to my my dad and my brother who ride or die Phillies. Oh yeah, they're, they are ride, ride or, or die. die. So they're they enjoyed the sweep. They're in a good mood this week. Oh yeah. Uh, I, I feel like I feel like Kerrigan isn't really the only vet. that's kind of I don't want to say not being talked about enough, but like I feel like with the huge uh, like um, infusion that we had of all the younger talent. Uh, in this offseason, like we're kind of also forgetting about players like Eric Wilson and Harris, the, the two guys from the Vikings as well. Uh, those are two guys I'm expecting to make a big impact on this defense this year as well, as along with Kerrigan. Now, who's making a big impact? Who does? Joey Shakes on uh, YouTube. Shout out that's, to Joey Shakes in the building. That's a fact. He says, if I'm keeping two extra roster spots, I'm using on a run, running back and a wide receiver. I mean, we're deep. Why not? We're, 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 we're deep there. We have, that's a good thing. Um, David Harris from YouTube says, so how many wide receivers will make the team? Well, first I want to say that Kerrigan, his thumb, uh, so he hasn't really, he wasn't playing, so we can't really talk too much about what he did at practice because he wasn't. But I think that we, just what you said, he's going to make the impact he's supposed to. I mean, him sweat, this is going to be a nasty rotation, Barnett. Um, But receivers, dude. Oh, man, I think you probably have to keep six of these guys. Um, if you like someone else, uh, like a high tower or Ortega Whiteside, if they really step it up. But I feel comfortable with the top five in my mind. Uh, Smith, Rager, Watkins, Ward, and Fulgham. Um, I think, you know, if they're healthy, yeah, it's young and it's concerning, but I think they're going to grow, and uh, I think they could be really good together. So if, if we're going around the room, like let's, let's target the one dude that is on the bubble. John Hightower. I think they're going to I think they're going to IR him cuz he had that injury. I think that that's going to save him because they're going to IR him and then we'll just kind of like And him. well, if that's the well, case, then my bubble guy might actually be Greg Ward. 
Yeah, <laughs> Evan's on point with that one. Those are the, the, the two exact same statements I was just going to go ahead and make. Yeah. You know, like, because I think Hightower's flashed at practices and he's getting separation, but like, if do they feel that he's, and that that's that's the thing is like you you have young guys, right? Mm-hmm. You can't put you can't even put Hightower on a practice squad because he'll get scooped. I mean, um, I think I think Quez you know I mean? and Hightower were kind of viewed as like an equivalent kind of thing last year. Like it was like either if any other one of these guys can like pop off, then it'd be gravy. And I think that Quez Watkins has done a good job of putting himself above Giant Hightower and separating himself. Yeah, because they were both really high upside guys because mm-hmm. everyone knew that they were the flash players, but it was Quez being more uh, consistent uh, all the time and Hightower just getting his, his hands together because both guys are – excellent route runners they're exposed to play guys but there's a reason why they fell to where they fell it's consistency because they had the nfl talent but overall though like we like i said because of the special teams versatility i think you could see five running backs five wide receivers just because like luckily they're versatile and they can be gunners for special teams returners for special teams but it's looking like devonta smith jalen regger uh quez watkins uh fulgham and ward might be the five and then they might uh IR Hightower just to save his skin. And then I just JJ Ortega Whiteside is going to be holding the umbrella for Howie on the sidelines. So <laughs> are you try, you're trying to say they're going to, you're trying to say they're going to tell the Hightower to get on a bike, fake an injury. You know, that, that when he got drafted, he was riding that bike and, mm-hmm. you know, he bought it from maybe, uh, Matt Collins. Yeah. Maybe, maybe he has a bike injury <laughs> and uh, something happens. Uh, but shout outs. I was just going to say Go there is one wide receiver I would have loved to have seen yesterday. Would have loved to have seen number six, man. Oh, Devontae Smith, man. Timothy, we are that. talking about this on Vegas. Um, yeah, Devontae Smith would have been a perfect player to watch. You, you saw him walk out on the field like, ah, bro. Like, and uh, this is what I said to, um, I think, Chris. I said, it's it's only fitting that our first round pick is like not like it's, I, this I is like a, this like a this, I was still no, fan. I'm saying. It's like a Philadelphia thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, like yeah, a guy who's got, never been hurt in his career. And, of course, he gets hurt as soon as he comes. Yeah, you know, I mean, this is what I'm saying. Never I'm like, hurt. Right, this never – like, you know, he got hurt in the national championship. But, like, he's out here with a sprained knee. And I'm like, come on, man. Uh, but shout-out to Timothy. Uh, he's out here out on vacation talking birds and practice. Uh, he's a real one. Not and practice? if you've not seen Timothy bring the heat during draft season and football season – uh, check him out. This guy's uh, a gem. Um, I like this question from Todd. Uh, Flacco and Mullins. So Flacco threw a couple of good balls. He's the one. Well, Rager made Flacco look good because he made that crazy backwards diving catch for him. But Flacco in the two-minute drill also threw like one of the worst interceptions. It looked like a Wentz interception from last year where he literally just threw it to two defensive backs and there was not a receiver within like 10 yards. And Mullins held the ball for, I think, I think we counted Gail. What was it like? Nineteen seconds on that one play, and Sirianni blew the play dead. Like he literally was just standing here like this with the ball, and everyone's just like, "Throw the ball, throw it away!" And like, there's people open in the flat. There's people open in the middle of the field, and Nick Mullins probably was just like, "Wow, I could be in San Francisco right now, like on the beach, and I'm <laughs> I'm getting yelled at by uh, by everyone in the stands right now." He literally, I, I think he like. He like blacked out. Like he just stood there with the ball in his hands for like 19 seconds. It was the most bizarre thing I've seen. If I, if I'm being real though, I, I there was a few plays I saw Jalen Hurts holding on to that ball way too long yesterday too. Yeah, you are being real. You are being real. I, I that was one of the things I noticed. I was like, def- get yeah. rid of the ball. Like, did yeah. you not see what happened last year? 
I think whoa, he even whoa. did. He even did yeah, one. I'm like realistic, bro. I, yeah. I got to keep it real with my people. I got to keep. Yeah. I got to call a spade a spade over here. Yeah, we're not gonna. We're not gonna bullshit. I mean, it was the truth though. You did see Jalen hold on to that ball a little bit long yesterday, just as well. Um, I think there was even one play where like he tossed it forward, and we were just wondering like, what oh, the yeah. hell. Yeah, that, what, that was total forward progress. I'm all, like, dude, you were like down. six yards past the line of scrimmage. You <laughs> yeah. throw it forwards onto the ground. I was like, do you not know that's a flag, bro? Like, <laughs> I think that says right there. There's a lot of it. Like I said earlier, it's like for me, it's a glorified practice. So he was doing more trying to have fun. You know what I mean? So I think I saw what you guys saw too. And mm-hmm. it's concerning if it were a game, but once again, and I don't mean you guys, but I saw some of the people that wrote articles and stuff. I was like trying to unpack and I was like, I got to see what some of these people are saying. Like, what did they see? And like, I literally was so excited because I had someone pretty important reach out to me last night and they're like, I want your honest opinion on Jalen Hurts. And I was like, damn it. Cause I, <laughs> I knew I had to give him the honest, opinion. like, mother. so I'm like, I better word this right. And I was like, all right, man, you know, he looked, you know, pretty good. Uh, but he looked pretty bad at times too. And I went into this open practice expecting that exactly. And the things that he does wrong, I think that Sirianni walked right up to him right after and had a talk with him. And I know what he was telling him. And it's like, they're teaching him. These are all teaching moments. So they're putting them in positions that they might fail, but that is good. That's what practice is for. It's a teaching moment. And I think we're not used to seeing a lot of that in practice. We're just used to failing period. So any kind of failure we are unacceptable of. But um, I really think that that was a good practice for us to see. Just not just Sirianni, Steichen and Gannon, the way they moved around, they were not only having fun, but they were taking that time, even in front of fans, to teach these guys. And I love it, man. I really think that we got some good teachers in-house. Now, in terms of Jalen Hurts, um, you know, a lot of talk has been, you know, he's been progressing practice after practice. Uh, you know, there's been other talks of, uh, saying that he regressed in one practice and he, he, you know, people are questioning some things and, you know, my, my whole thing is like, you know, you, you can, we, we said it in the past, like saying, watching these practices, you could take with a grain of salt, um, especially, you know, the stuff that they're going to show you in front of the beats is not what they're going to be throwing out there. I mean, stuff that we're going to see at preseason is going to be a very, uh, dumbed down Nella, version of this yeah. offense. It's going to be very um, specific to what they're trying to see out of these players. You know the you know the aggressiveness of some fans saying that we don't like what we see from this offense. We're a little you know we're you're if you've ever been involved in like you know like training camp or like it, offenses start slow, especially when there's new quarterbacks and it's new younger players. And it's a new coordinator. This is how it works. It takes a little bit of time to, to gel quick, learn your how your receivers, uh, you know, are set up, and you know they're getting separation, learning your uh, the the route combinations and what what have you. Uh, you have three new quarterbacks out there doing work, and again, defense. It's very easy to pick up the defense and and do your thing and make these guys look kind of suspect early on. And we, and we do have some guys that are injured, and we do have a, a, a ton of talent on the defensive line. So can we get Aaron Rodgers relaxed? I know this is a Eagles podcast, but yeah, but we'll I, was just about, I was about to just voice a, another complaint. So can we can we hold off on that, Relax? Because uh, cause for concern, cause for concern. <laughs> um, 
Steven Nelson looked a little suspect last night. Oh, oh, I was waiting for that. Like, I'm just saying, like, we, we've been just like, and, and I know that, like, you know, like you said, this is this is very early in the preseason. Um, we even had we haven't even had a game yet for him to really get into the groove. Um, but that was a concern of mine going into this year is filling that hole. And I'm just sitting here hoping that we filled it with the right guy. Uh, I'm not at all uh, like sitting here concerned and i'm not trying to get people all riled up but i'm just reporting the news here steve See, i was underwhelmed is, is yeah, yeah. They, they're, they're, asking, they're asking us we were there they're asking the us what did we see i i am i, am I was ready for you evan yes i was ready for you evan i was ready for you evan bring it i got i have i have a photo of uh steven nelson out there um he said oh which one of you motherfuckers are gonna cover Quest Watkins out here uh, because man's is getting wide open. You know, like who wants to cover Quest? Uh, so, I mean, again, it's like I'm like Steven Nelson. You know, he he took some time off here. Like he's he's getting back to his roots. But I I, I know I, I know what you I I. I've I've had this conversation with. I've been wrong before with with, with, no, but, big, uh, with big uh, name cornerbacks being brought in here, thinking that they're going to be my savior, and then all of a sudden, you know what? They suck. So I'm just saying that that's, that's we're thing we're, that's we're not we're not going to go that route this year, man. We're not going to go that route. You know, yeah. I say don't expect him to be anything like. I mean, first off, I hope he's not bad like Namdi Asma, but don't have expectations for him. Yeah, to be that yeah. Kind of yeah, I don't. I don't think we could ever go that I low think again. Steve Nelson <laughs> is a good cornerback, but going against Rager and Rager and Watkins are good. Sorry, skipping out. I don't know what happened there, guys. But Rager and Watkins, they look really good. And I think mm -hmm. Steve Nelson, uh, he's gonna have his issues in the season. We definitely saw Travis Fulgham work his ass last year, and I think. He's a good number two, and we needed him here because it's going to be great for the growth of Zach McPherson. Avante goes inside, but he's not your star-studded guy. And that's why, you know, when we talk about signing him, you have to realize that I think Slay and him together are going to grow. Um, but it's going to take a little time, and they're not going to be one of the, like, best duos. I've seen a lot of people talking about that, like, Ant Harris and them. We have the secondary, and I'm like, right, let's slow. A little bit on that, but, yeah, but, hey, but listen, Todd, 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 come, come to come to my boy's defense. He has he has every right to feel like this. We've been through hell and back with these cornerbacks coming into this organization and failing us. So, I mean, Todd, you got to understand with, with, with our expectations. Sorry, man. We if, if we've been vouching for you to come and get signed on this damn team and then you shit the bed. Oh, you're going to hear it. You know what I mean? You're going to hear it. So, you know, Evan, you're good. You're like, you could go ahead and speak on it because I saw the same thing yesterday. You know what I mean? And it wasn't just Nelson. I mean, yeah. Slade didn't look the greatest yeah, neither. Yeah. He didn't. But, again, we're talking about practice. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Talking about I, practice. We, we got to get everyone's head on the same page. <laughs> um, but I, I will uh, I'll, I'll bring back the positivity. Uh, one thing I will say, uh, these wide receivers, just getting back to them, like, one thing I've also noticed, I mean, it's a, it's a young wide receiver group. Last year, uh, you know, there was that that rift in the locker room between Carson Wentz and Jalen Hurts, and Carson had his wide receivers, and Jalen had his wide receivers. And I think that, like, just thinking about this, looking at it on paper, all of those guys that were part of the Carson Wentz wide receiver regime are pretty much gone. 
And all the guys that Quez Walker, I'm sorry, that Jalen Hurts spent time building chemistry with last year, uh, we're starting to see them really excel. And so uh, the guys like Quez Watkins. So, like, dude, I, I, I am feeling really, really confident about Quez Watkins. I have, uh, in all honesty, I have, I've been jumping on podcasts with other people. And uh, honestly, there's been a lot of Quez Watkins hype. And people are, are sitting there telling me that Quez Watkins is going to be cute, uh, wide receiver number two. I still, I'm still not there yet. But uh, Quez Watkins yesterday, it, it was night and day from where uh, he was last year to me. And uh, I am really thinking that he can make a legitimate impact this year. Now you're you're just hoping that um, you know the progression from year after year after year. You, you know, in his second year, you, he's taken to coaching, he, he, route running. Um, you, we already know he had the quicks also, also know, we know he has the peace sign as well. So, yeah. I mean, uh, he, he's a guy that a lot of people been, have been high on. Um, but, uh, Revis Island, uh, from Twitter, he, he says, I'm seeing reports Dillard f- for dolphins, Alan Hearns. Hell no. Right. Um, I haven't, I haven't Ooh. seen that yet, <laughs> but, uh, again, like if, if they're, if they're, you know, James Washington's still out there. Uh, who wants to be forced to trade? I heard there was some stuff about Nikhil Harry. He's having a good camp right now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I've heard some things out there. Um, but, you know, overall, I think Diller right now, he's uh, in a place where he has to, like, really, he's got to, he, he has to push. You know, said, even he if he's it. not, he's in no, a what? I'm saying he's in a tough spot right now. He's in a tough spot. And that like leads me to my next point about, dude, who's one guy that really gets you fired up? Dude, it's Jordan Mailata. Jordan Mailata is like is slowly becoming the heartbeat of this team, man. Like he is full of energy. He's out there just having fun and absolutely dude, mauling dudes. Like uh, I, I, I'm loving what I'm seeing out of Jordan Mailata. I love his attitude. I think he's uh, he's everything that we need in that left tackle position to fill, uh, fill Peter's shoes. So if I could chime in, you know what I mean? I've been all about Team Dillard throughout this whole thing. But I got to I gotta keep it real. Yesterday, Malata looked awesome, bro. I mean, he was not letting anybody get through. The guy had everybody, anybody that lined up against him stiffened him. Like, it was, it, it was crazy, man. I, I, I got to I gotta definitely admit that, you know, Jordan Malata right now is actually looking better than Dillard. Jimmy, you were saying? I'm going to be. That I am, and I'm going to continue to speak to other teams in the NFL. Andre Dillard, I watched him yesterday, and he still um, – I saw sweat run his ass over at one point. I won't say – what did I say the other day? Uh, pancake his ass or something. That was hilarious, by the way, having the <laughs> yeah, Grand Theft Auto busted thing. But he got – I had fun with that. And uh, sorry if I cut out. I, you're, I good, you're good. You're sorry, good. You're good. But – Mylotta is a monster, and he's not losing this job. I think we can all agree on that. But Dillard, other than that one play that I had seen, and I didn't watch him all practice, but what I did see, I think he's going to get us okay value. Like, he's not just going to be like a sixth, seventh, like, ah, he was a complete bust. Like, at least he was decent and got us something in return. I think he'll at least do that. But hell yeah, I agree with you, Jordan Mylotta. When he came out, the way that we all just, and I mean, dude. Yes, he's going to be a legend in these parts for a long time. So, so you've Forever. already come to grips with that we're going to move Dillard. Like that's that's where your mindset's at right now. Yeah. Like Dillard's on his way out. Yeah. 
I, I think I mean this year though. I mean, I think yeah. as a as the as the front office has to think about the depth that we have. You talk about Jack Driscoll. You talk about um, you know, if they feel like there can be another guy who could play be a swing dude. Um, you talk about uh, you know, I saw Toth, Toth taking backup snaps as well. Um, you know, it, it's just weird. Um, uh, but shout out to uh. Rome, Rome in the house, uh, showing love Fourth John. Sorry for flooding your t- timeline earlier. Um, you good? No, I, I, I mean, I, I think if you didn't see uh, all the rage on the timeline, you know, my man Rome out here telling you uh, about the size of uh, bags out here and doing his investigative reporting like nobody's business. Uh, he's out here uh, giving giving it from the straight facts on doing security down by the link. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you guys didn't see that, check <laughs> any Eagles timeline or Philly timeline. Everyone's talking about uh, bags. Um, <laughs> but any- <laughs> uh, well, about, well, let, let's see. I was like, oh, God help us all. <laughs> now, Steven says, I'm trying to go to a home opener if any of the boys are there. Uh, we are going to be there. The question is, they see when you say I'm trying, Stephen K. There, there, there is no try. There's only will. There's only okay? is. I, I just, yo, I just Yoda. I just Yoda. <laughs> Yoda fight it. <laughs> real quick, real quick. Uh, A lot of no matter what. <laughs> that is, no matter- that is the answer right there. That is the answer. Draft day, draft day moment, draft day moment. I got you, bro. Dillard stinks, bro. That that, it was. It was sad. It was sad sad watching him, bro. He was discouraged, and not only do I like if we're talking about. Um, they a lot of being prime is having a hard time right now, man. You're talking no, about team prime brand. I know, bro. I got a picture with them too, man. I, I, I got, I got to get off my iCloud. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get bro, exposed. I got, I got, I have a signed helmet from Andre Dillard. No, but I'm saying May Lada, like, not only does is he better than Dillard, like, he is legit, legit. Like, I think he can have like a pro bowl all pro season because Lane Johnson hyped him up on Chris Long's podcast and said. The last two years, he was like a little baby rhino who didn't know how to walk, but he was so strong and so athletic, and he's finally understanding the game of football. Like, we forget sometimes he just started playing football, but he is bigger, faster, and stronger than everyone on the field. Mm -hmm. And then you finally saw it the last two years because, like, I haven't seen him really get beat yet. And he's been going against some top-notch guys, and then I watched him and Sweat go at it yesterday. I saw him and Derek Barnett go at it. Uh, Milton Williams, Fletcher Cox, like whatever they throw at him, that dude is so wide and he has a reach. And then his feet are better than some of our running backs and wide receivers. Like Jordan Maylotta is quick. Like and no one's getting around him and you're not getting through him because he's just staying there. Uh, he's impressive, man. He's very, very impressive. Um, what's not impressive is. Mr. Uh, Jeffrey Cross's wording here. He said, how did Gannon's D look and what scheme was he playing? Busted. Uh, you have to make another one. <laughs> uh, well, can't see I, the I D mean, in that picture. <laughs> I mean, just, just uh, off the top, like, you know, come uh, Gannon coming out um, during a 
training camp. I was just like trying trying to like basically, you know, body language, seeing seeing how he was uh, his presence. He definitely felt his presence. You know, he he kept that whole persona in, and then his kid, his son was on the on the sideline. He he had to be used to like I think it was his son. It looked like it was his son, and he was like playing like coach, and then he had to like. Go to the sideline, make dad. sure his kid, make sure his kid was okay, or you know, and then he went back to being a coach. But you know, overall, I mean, I feel like, you know, I didn't really, I wasn't really watching the defense tightly from where I was at. I was really just pretty much like caught up in in the mix. But you know, I mean, you're probably going to see a four-two-five man, and he's he's going to mix it up. You know, I, I think we're going to have some versatility. You know, overall, but I feel like the players are playing pretty well. Uh, pretty well, you know. Also, was uh, doing pretty well. We went almost the whole podcast without even mentioning Harold Carmichael, uh, Hall of Fame. I need that. Well deserved. Well deserved. I I, I think it, it maybe he's just a little bit older for a lot of you know present day Eagle fans for us to be. But like you know how hyped we were Say for Brian Brian time, Dawkins. Uh, Chris. Nice. Chris is out here with props night? today. Nah, he got that from the autism challenge a couple ah. years ago, right? Yep. Yeah. My guy. This, this guy is a prop prop machine. Um, Mally. He's got tons of things he's pulling out. Um, but I mean, just hats off to what he he's done in his career. Like legend. I, you know, he's he's still a legend with with the team, with this whole whole facility. Everybody was rocking the uh, Kelly Green in honor of uh, Harold Car- Carmichael. Mm-hmm. Um, that was kind of cool. Does everybody? I, I think a lot of people are like, "Y'all need that shirt." Yeah. If you're a collect, if you're if if you're a collector, you just you need everything. Uh, but Mama Cape said, "I'm old, so he's my era." So she, <laughs> she's you know what. <laughs> uh, Mark said, "Harold, my first jersey I had, the tallest wide receiver to play." in the NFL. So um, Mark is also giving us trivia out there as well. So, I mean, you know, just again, hats off to um, Harold Carmichael. Absolutely. Uh, Huge congratulations to him. Yeah, it was definitely good to see him finally get in there. It sounded kind uh, of fake, Evan. Well, I mean, it's it's not fake. It's a a matter of I've never seen him play. So I'm uh, like, I... (laughs) What, what do you want? What do you want from me? I'm, I'm sitting here. <laughs> like I, I respect everything they did. I, I've seen his highlights. I know he was, he was an awesome. He was still player, that. He was still that floater, man. So what, do you, what do you want from me? <laughs> he was still that floater. You know. Evan was like that. Means like congratulations to that man. I don't know who. I don't even know who that man is. If he walked by me. I wouldn't even know a damn thing. Congratulations to that man. Uh, uh, congratulations to Gio. Uh, shout out to Gio. We we all hung out with Gio after the game. Yeah. He uh, I got he got blessed today. He, he got blessed yesterday with the oh, Kelly Green, uh, Jordan Ten Customs. He wasn't the only one that got blessed, bro. Oh yes, Evan Evan, Evan after a year finally gets his. I've been, uh, I, I, I've been out of the house all day. I haven't had a chance to lace it. I mean, don't show them without the laces, man. Come on. Well, I, I want to show <laughs> it off, pal. I'm, 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 I'm pretty excited to put these bad boys on. <laughs> so, I, oh, we're we're Jimmy. Right. Jimmy's the last one. He's the last. He's the last of the last. So, I mean, last we're gonna have. To, we're gonna have we're to get, bless. We're, we're, like, we're, we're gonna we're gonna make a custom one with a ponytail in the back. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> we're gonna put Paul Revere on the back. How about that? 
<laughs> Yo, do you know I used to work in Center City, at, right on Second Street at the Old City Tavern. So I yes, colonial shit, dude. That's, that's why I said Paul Revere, man. There's levels. There's levels to this, man. There's levels. Yeah. Um, any any other any other comments out there from you guys in the chat or uh, on here? Any 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 other points you guys want to bring up? Uh, I just um, I just need to it? see it in actual game action, man. So like yesterday, it was awesome man. to get down there and uh, see everybody in the stands. I was like I I was kind of drifting between. I was watching the practice. I was catching up with people. Um, I need to actually see this game uh, play out a full sixty minutes. I need to see this team, see what they actually are, and uh, get a, just get a better gauge as to what we can expect this season. But uh, yeah, I just want to thank everybody that uh, came and met up with us yesterday. Had an awesome time with you guys. And I uh, hope to see a lot more of you guys uh, in the coming months. Yeah. Yeah. Evan was talking about Steven Nelson not looking up to par. Uh, people in the chat, I know most of you guys were following us along during the draft when uh, Gail and I were getting nuggets about a possible trade that the Eagles were talking about. Mm-hmm. And then yesterday it came out that he's on the block officially, CJ Henderson, Henderson. on Jacksonville. So I remember this was what, four months ago during the draft? When yep. someone told us that Urban Meyer does not like him for some reason and that he was on the block. First round, stud rookie, um, like top like ninth overall pick last year. And he's a he's a great cornerback. And then he got put on the block uh like this week. So it's a, just an interesting nugget. It's funny though, because like this is like months ago when like someone said Urban Meyer doesn't like him, and then they said yesterday in an article, like Urban Meyer does not like him and they might ship him out. So that would be inter- interesting if um there's still a market if how he wants to move Zach Ertz because Jacksonville kind of tight end. Actually, wait, they have uh, T- Tim Tebow, Tebow season. But I'd rather imagine, imagine like a Tim Tebow more than C.J. Henderson. <laughs> hey, but the Cray the prayer group is fire down there. Prayer sure. group is fire. Uh, Kelly Kelsey had a question real quick. Said, "How have the linebackers been looking?" I think. Uh, well, first of all, shout out to uh, Nate Singleton uh, back in the mix. Um, Alex, so, Alex, 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 bro, like you, you can't yo, say yo, the how, name, yo, how, yo, how, how, I, I screw the, I screw that name up all the time, bro. Like all I don't know time. what. It, there was a Nate Singleton back in the there day. There was a Nate Gary. Oh, it was a Nate Gary. That don't you say that name. No. But he, but, no. but I mean, he keeps, he, he keeps clinging, he keeps clinging on to it. What do you want us to do, bro? <laughs> it's like, yo, it's like a, yo, it's a glitch in the matrix. He wasn't glitch in the matrix. Alex Singletary. Singletary. I just want to point out when we were looking at the jerseys yesterday, I popped up, I, I I found a Nate Gary in the mix, and Gail was fighting me for it. All right. Gail was fighting me for it. Yo, Prime was like, oh, look at this. I was like, yeah. Yo, yo, the the this is the weirdest shit. Like, you know, just being like, you know, we all like to collect things and like collect jerseys and stuff like that. And the fact that Carson Wentz jerseys were like on the ground, like being stepped on, yeah, they were yeah, autographed. They were like game, <laughs> they were game worn jerseys. Uh, and, and shout out, shout out to E. We shout, she saw E at the practice yesterday. Um, and he's like, yo, he's like, they're, 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 uh, they're, they're they have a uh, Darren Sproles signed jersey, signed jersey, game worn 2017. I'm sitting in my ch- chair and I'm like, what? I'm like, t- I take off. I'm like, I I think I bump in the prime. That's when I bump. Yeah, the prime. I'm like, Yo, they got there. they got 2017 Darren Souls signed jerseys. All right, a uh, game. Yeah, we were like, Skr! 
we ended up turning around and going over there. I, I ran over there, and yeah, man, they were gone by the time I got there. Mm. But Alshon Jeffries were fifty bucks. If anybody needs it, I was willing game. to give twenty just for you to put it back on the shelf. <laughs> but think about it: a game worn two thousand seventeen. Uh, Alshon ah. Jeffries? No, ah. no. Ah. That's how we feel. That's how we feel. That's Where's not, he at now? No. <laughs> oh, I, I, um, yeah, he's uh, he's he's out there. My couch so, university. He's on vacation, like Jimmy Jimmy Smith. Um, Jim, Jimmy Smith seems real chill and relaxed. He sounds looks like he's been smoking some lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> that that uh, that, uh, that, 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 that that good old that good old lettuce that good old lettuce. Um, yo, how about how how about slant, Mister Slant Boy, down in New Orleans? You you feel a, a rift that's developing? Um, oh, it's been developing. Between, he's a head case, no, man. Yeah, but would you want the? I'm just saying, it's getting kind of. They said he hadn't talked to coaches in like a while, and then uh, he comes out and says, "He's like, nah. He's like, you guys are trying to smear my my name out here, blah blah blah." Do you think that would be a low key crazy trade? About that, Mike Thomas. Yeah, imagine that, man. Imagine that. I mean, you think you think Jimmy's smoking the lettuce? I'm just saying, <laughs> we're having a good time. This is we're, we're five friends just talking about NFL news. Yeah, yeah. No, I saw I saw that report today too. But I mean, it doesn't it doesn't look good though. It doesn't look good for them. Bro, he's crazy, man. Yeah, that's, that's, he, if, he seems a like case. a head case, man. He seems like a total. He head is case. a totally head makes case. a giant got- impact on your offense. But I mean, uh, I don't know, man. I mean, they're gonna have Taysom Hill throwing the ball over his head backwards to him anyway. So that's probably why he wants to get out of there. Um, yeah. Shout out to Puga down in El Paso. He says, I need a Devonte Smith jersey ASAP. They don't have them here in El Paso. Puga, um, they have Wi-Fi in El Paso. You can easily <laughs> purchase Damn. them. Damn, girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I was on with Puga at like <laughs> last night. You could have told me you needed a jersey. Yeah, fanatics.com, bro. This this was like a begging for someone give me a free jersey. Just say <laughs> I want a free jersey. Hey, well, man, there's a will, there's a what, do you, what do you want from him? Um, but hey, man, <laughs> Puga Puga is a real legend out here. Uh, Prime, did you have anything that you wanted to add before you get out of here? No, I just uh, definitely wanted to thank uh, everyone that joined us yesterday. It was really cool uh, meeting people for the first time. Um, You know, it was cool, you know, people coming up to me, hey, Prime, like, hey, yeah, Fourth and John, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was was something to definitely look forward to. And like I said yesterday, the moment finally came. Um, It was was a great atmosphere being back in that stadium, man. Uh, So, you know. Uh, at the end of the night, uh, you guys were the MVPs because, I mean, you made everything, you know, happen yesterday. So appreciate you guys uh, seriously uh, chilling with us. Um, and, you know, just looking forward to uh, Thursday night, man. Like Evan mentioned earlier, I want to see these guys actually go to work, um, see what we, you know, what we're going to be bringing to the table. So I'm I'm excited about Thursday and I'm, I'm ready to get this thing going. man. Chris. Oh, yeah, Jimmy. Just you, go ahead. Oh, yeah, Jimmy's got it. Jimmy's got it. No, Chris, you please go. I was just going to say, damn it, Puga. It's not Mexico's fault. We have seen who is running your damn state. We know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> we, wish 
<laughs> no, just a huge shout out to um the, the crew here. It was awesome. Uh, just coordinating everything yesterday. It was great seeing everyone, man. It was it was awesome. Like, and I was telling people I saw um Mr. Coffee down there, and he had his uh, son, and he said like this is how we're doing it. We're acclimating him, and this is how you gotta do it. It's crazy to bring your kid, your young kid, to the first game to like a real game, the first game because it is a like mind explosion if you're taking your kid to the first game because there's fight there's fights going on there's a lot of words being said uh you might you might you might see and hear a lot of stuff so this is what you do get get a little picturesque moment like prime did take him to the open practice then a preseason game then an actual dallas game where you see someone getting thrown off a ledge but um yeah you got to acclimate into it but overall though it was great seeing everyone there it was good seeing all the kids get on the field i mean that's really like a dream. Like you saw kids uh, reenacting Super Bowl plays, uh, diving into the end zones, like running out of the tunnel. It was great. And it's just gearing us up for Thursday. And uh, we're going to be here for you guys all season. Um, always feel free to reach out to myself, any of us. Uh, we're always here for you guys, uh, football-related, non-football-related. And um, just go Birds. Really excited for the season to get back, everyone back, back in the stadium, and uh, everything to get going. Yeah, I, th- I think I think Baby Prime has to by by the end of the season. I think uh, you know Prime's gonna bring him to a couple games. He'll have a goatee and a mustache. Kid'll have tats on the back. F Dallas, <laughs> bring me my cereal. Like he's gonna grow up so fast this football season. Um, uh, I, I can't I'm wait. I'm, I'm excited to see that. I'm 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 still willing to do his custom baby shoes. Like I want to be like yo, I made you your first custom, and I'm like. <laughs> I'll be like seven years old. I made you a first customs. Now give me my cane, son. Um, just overall, just uh, just the presence that of all Eagle fans that showed up. Everyone seemed like they had a great time. As the practice got on, everyone realized where they were. It got louder. I heard a Wentz fan got into a fight with a Hertz fan. That's that's so Philly. Yo, I saw a Vince Young jersey last night. What? The, where the hell did that come from? <laughs> Yo, I, I but I, I see a, I see a Kevin Curtis jersey. <laughs> Every r- random game, like you always, you always see like random. That should be a thing. It might have still like, been in the boxes that people were purchasing those jerseys. From. It is you a thing. Know, Kyle man. Kyle Brandt does that on uh, Good Morning Football. Still, he he has a like a section where it's like the random jerseys. Uh, nice. You'll be you'll be at like a Seven Eleven and some dude just walks in. It's like four o'clock in the morning and he's got like a uh, Reno mine. A th- or a Reno, uh, Asante Samuel jersey on, just, just the weirdest, the weirdest, weirdest concepts. Um, <laughs> well, but overall, uh, everyone going uh, to the game on Thursday in this group, who show of hands, I'm not going to preseason yet. game, not, not confirmed, confirmed yet. yet. Yeah, no, are you out? I can get tickets. Prime? I'm just not sure. No, I just I have, I haven't confirmed anything yet. You haven't seen that. Have you right. have you bought tickets yet, Mister Mister Asking Questions? I, I I do have I do I do have tickets. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So I, I take back my sass. <laughs> so uh, I mean, we'll see. I mean, is anyone here going? I am. Jimmy's going. Okay. Evan and Prime well, are still. You know what? They're, they're... They're my final words. You know. Whoever's going, uh, this trip around, I obviously was going to the beach, so things were a little different. I wasn't able to hang out with you guys much beforehand or after to meet Geo and stuff, which sucks. But, dude, 
uh, this Thursday, we're going to get another chance. Uh, then we have the home opener. There's going to be plenty of chances for everybody. Uh, we're going to continue to provide content, but you guys just provide yourselves. Keep being awesome. And uh, shout out to Jim and I believe Brennan, his son. Uh, I've been called out in my hometown and stuff, but to be called out at the link and be told, like, appreciate your work and stuff. And to the other people I met too, man, like, holy, you guys are awesome. And uh, I'm glad. that was guys- Was that those guys that were sitting behind us yesterday, Jim? Yeah, and yeah, that guy was cool. He that's was cool. that means the world, and I appreciate yeah. you guys. And I uh, just want to let you know we're going to continue <clears throat> working hard this off season, and you know the season's going to be here in a couple weeks. So we continue to do this for the months that led up, and we're going to continue the next couple weeks. And then when it's here, it's going to hit you like it just hit us yesterday at the link. I can't wait to see you guys though, even if it's just preseason because practice. I was lose. I I'm literally I was losing my mind, man. <laughs> I can't wait. To- guys all a hug meet some of you i mean it's just gonna be another fun time dude it's my soul my soul needed it so i just want to thank you and love you all can't wait to see you uh, i mean thursday holy hell I, I get back to the beach i'll be at the stadium again yes what a vacation <laughs> yeah man uh, i'll be there I'll be, I'll, I'll be there on thursday so i just trying to figure out my i know jimmy's going so we're gonna figure it we're gonna figure out this road road posse uh, again, I just want to thank everyone this, um, who showed up uh, and showed up to the meetup. Um, for all the people that had a good time, man, this is what we've been used to. Now we're getting back to getting back to normal. So let's let's make this a thing, you know. Getting out there, got your, I got your, I got my vaccination. I'm feeling. I'm not gonna lie, I still was weirded the hell out when I got home. I was like, bruh, what, did I just risk it all? I was like, yeah. bruh. Well, they did. Yeah, looking at himself in the mirror. Working too <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm feeling all right. I, I, I told Puga last night, I was like, I might be dehydrated. I just might be dehydrated. Yo, Gail, I'll die to go to an open practice. That's all that said to me. <laughs> Dude, yeah. That's dedication, baby. <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, for me and the boys, we will see you guys in the next one. And as always, fly. Eagles fly. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.